0: Anyone who is listening to this who is in the Midwest, you know, you know, the struggle of trying to create anything remotely adventurous. There's like a few things that you can do. And then once you've gone to those locations or tried those things, you're like, all right. And next. Um <laughs> So for me, I really began to realize my ideal niche and my ideal clients were more in the adventurous destination, like, you know, more adventurous photography space. And I realized that Ohio really was not where I was going to meet that need. I just realized that wasn't where I really creatively came alive.
1: Have you ever dreamed of traveling the world as a photographer, those far off destinations with amazing landscapes and the most adventurous clients? Yes, of course, me too. I I feel like every photographer that I've ever talked to has wanted to do that. Well, today, my guest is Evie McLeod. She is going to walk through how she got started as a destination and traveling photographer while living in Ohio. And while Ohio is for lovers, it isn't the most destination location. Anyone else listen to Hawthorne Heights back in the day? Just me? Okay, that's cool. Um, <laughs> Evie is a destination and elopement photographer, a business coach, educator, and podcast host of the Heart and Hustle podcast with her bestie and our friend of the show, Lindsay Roman, Um, who you have heard from in episode 76. If you haven't listened to that, uh, cue that up next because it's a great episode. Evie is a serial entrepreneur with her sustainable swimsuit business, Evie Swim, and a few other forms of income, too. Today, Evie and I talk about how you can become a traveling photographer. So break out the notepad because Evie's got some fire tips for you today. Evie, how are you?
0: I am good. I am honored to be on here today. This is a a privilege and a joy. So I'm excited to get chatting and talk all the things.
1: Sweet. Yeah, it is. It is an honor and a joy to have you here. I'm I'm excited. Uh, It is. It's been I mean, we were chatting a little bit before uh, recording. Uh, It's it's been a morning. So this is like a nice like I can sit down. (laughs) I've got my water. I've got my chai. I'm like, cool. I can, I can relax. Just, just chat with, with photography friends.
0: Yes. Um, I'm excited.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So give us a little background into you, all the different hats that you wear. Um, what, what is, what does Evie do?
0: Yes. So I will try to keep this pretty brief. If you have follow-up questions, feel free to just throw them in there or anyone okay. you know who has questions but um I started out in my entrepreneurial journey as a photographer when I was about um well I would say I started my business with photography when I was around 17 or 18. Um I really got into it when I was about 15. So I shot second shot a bunch. Um I you know shot family and friends, did senior f- portraits and stuff for friends and family, but um, I didn't see that going into a career and then eventually plot twist later. Don't we love those in life? It's just oh, a yeah. big plot twist. We're like, I didn't see this coming. Wait, this is not what um, I was
1: planning at 17.
0: For sure. So yeah, I had a big plot twist moment. Um, and I ended up getting into photography full-time turned that from, uh, you know, mostly just like a little hobby business. I, I did a few shoots, a couple weddings a year into a multi six figure, like business, um, within about like a year and a half, which was crazy. Um, so I went from photography then as I grew and scaled my business and loving everything that I was doing, traveling all around the world, doing destination weddings, destination couples, adventure sessions, all of it. Um, I began to get a lot of questions on how I was doing all of it and how you know I had grown and scaled that quickly to that level and just different things. And I really wanted to help other photographers doing the same. So I began getting into a little bit of education. It just it kind of happened. I kind of fell into it. Like I I wasn't, I wasn't in my photography journey, like, Oh, now the next step is going to be education. It was more of just, I see other photographers, you know, struggling or having questions or wanting to, you know, figure this out. And I want to help, um, which was crazy to see where it is now, but I, I called out my best friend. Um, at one point I'd been doing a lot of takeovers, a lot of Instagram lives, a lot of trainings. And it was just like the, the questions and the people wanting answers was just so overwhelming that I called up one of a girl that I knew from Instagram and I was like, Hey, I want to host a photography workshop and I really want to do it with you. And we had only met in person once we'd followed each other on Instagram for like four or five years. And she was like, what? No way. Absolutely not. We don't even have, you know, enough followers yet. You know, this is crazy. Um, fast forward, we started a workshop. Her name is Lindsay Roman and we became business partners and now have a whole education brand with courses and conferences and workshops and resources and a digital shop and podcasting podcasts and all of that. So, from there, uh I just had the entrepreneurial bug just fully bitten. Like I was I was gone. And I decided I wanted to start another company, another brand, and I worked for a couple of years on the back end and last year just launched a uh sustainable uh ethical swimwear company for active women to help women feel confident and excited to get outside and live their best lives. Um, So I have that. And then my husband and I have a couple of back end, more like passive revenue streams as well. So I, between my husband and I, we have like six LLCs and six companies. (laughs) Me personally, I have my hand in only four, but I, I love all the business things and I love photography still, but I also just love business and helping other entrepreneurs love their businesses as well.
1: Oh, yeah, that's awesome. It's funny that y'all have like so many things like, yeah. like different companies <laughs> and all that. Um, yeah, like that's like a true entrepreneur. It's like, OK, yeah, yeah I can't just do this one thing like this is no. calling me now. So now I'm going to do this thing and now I'm going to yeah. like get into like uh, designing swimwear and yeah, and all of that. Um, And and yeah, it's it's crazy. Did that kind of fall into your lap, just like, like photography kind of like fell yeah. in and then education was just like, okay, well, people are asking me these questions. I guess I'm going to be an educator. I don't know. <laughs> um, did, how did that come about?
0: Yeah, uh, it was very similar in that it just kind of happened. Um, I, my personality is the type where I, and and this has pros and cons. I don't mean this in a bragging way. I just don't think I'm going to fail at anything. And that can really bite me in the butt sometimes, like it Uh is a problem. (laughs) Um, but with, with the swim company, I just, I didn't feel like I could find what I wanted in swimwear. And I, I'm a very active person. So I love surfing. I love, you know, diving into the ocean and and swimming. I love hiking and going to waterfalls and going, you know, I've never been wakeboarding, but it's on my list, that type of like Mm -hmm. person. Like I just, I love being active outdoors and I felt like the swim industry had like two extremes of either extremely like stylistic, which meant that it was maybe a little bit more on the skimpy side, or if it wasn't, uh-huh. it just wasn't built for it wasn't like gonna action. wasn't
1: going to be good if you like no. dive into the water. <laughs> no. It's like, okay, now I got to readjust everything.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it just wasn't like you would jump in the waves or something and you'd be like tucking everything in to make sure it was still in place. Uh-huh. And I was just so annoyed by that. Or if it was very active where somewhere, it just wasn't very flattering. It wasn't designed to look really good and stay on. Right. Um, And so I just more or less like a
1: wetsuit. It's like, here you go. We're just gonna cover everything.
0: Literally. Which I mean, there are places for that. But I was like, I just want both. And why can't I find both? So it was one of those moments where I was like, I'm just gonna do it myself. And you know, two years later and tons of money later, I was like, Oh, maybe I shouldn't have done this, but I'm so glad (laughs) I did. I just it was it was a lot more than I realized at the time. Yeah
1: that's that's so cool i I love those kind of stories where it's just like okay I see a need mm-hmm. in in this industry it's not getting met at least not mm-hmm. like enough to where I can find someone doing this so I'm gonna go ahead and do it um yeah. and I, I love the the I don't know I wouldn't say attitude but like the um just the confidence of yeah i i't I don't, I don't think I'm gonna fail like I'm gonna go yeah. do this and I think that confidence, Often will help us to not fail um, Mm -hmm. just because like you're telling yourself, I'm not going to fail. Like I can do this or I can at least like bring in people alongside of me who know how to do this or have done this before. And then I can learn from them and I can do it. My family, uh, like my parents are, are very entrepreneur E they like started a business when I was four um, and then. It was like janitorial type stuff, but it was very different than what they had done in the past. And like we built we bought a barn when I was 11 and then they just bought a book from Home Depot that was just like how to build a house. And they're like, we've never even (laughs) swung a hammer, but like we can do it. Like people wrote this down. We can read how to do it. We can turn this thing into a house. And (laughs) and that's exactly what they did. And my brother and I like, we learned how to do a lot of that stuff um, (laughs) as kids. Uh, But like that kind of attitude, that viewpoint and mindset going forward of just like, I, I don't know everything about photography but there are other people who do. I can learn from them and I have the confidence that I can retain that information. And yeah. the same with education, the same with your, your swim line and whatever yeah. other, uh, future <laughs> entrepreneurial businesses. <laughs> who knows what yeah. I'll do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 2024, Evie's going to be like, yeah. And now I have these other two things.
0: <laughs> Probably I'm, I'm trying to tone myself down, but you never know.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, and that's always fun. Cause then you don't, get bored because it's just like oh mm-hmm. i have all of these different things to do
0: yeah. Um,
1: but yeah and and i love what what you and lindsay are doing with uh with the heart university and podcast and I'm very excited about y'all's conference yeah um, as we're recording this it has not happened yet um yeah. so i'm <laughs> i'm i'm excited to see i'm kind of bummed well very bummed that i can't make it i was hoping to but you know, future conferences. Next time,
0: yes, next for time for sure.
1: Um, but yeah, and and if y'all, I don't, I don't know if you mentioned the name of your podcast, but um, listeners, y'all obviously uh, listen to photography podcasts. If you're listening to mine, so um, if you have not heard of Evie's podcast, is the Heart and Hustle podcast, and uh, y'all do what two
0: episodes a week? Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yep, Tuesday and Thursday.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So definitely go check out that um, if it's it's fun. Y'all are like super laid back. I had Lindsay on the show last year and like yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. Like y'all are I feel like I already am friends with y'all, even though we've never met in person Yeah. <laughs> or, or done like anything like this. I was like, oh, yeah, this is just going to be an easy conversation. This is great.
0: It's the best. Uh, yeah, we're very chill.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Super chill. Get freedom back into your life with Freedom Edits. Do you often feel overwhelmed by the endless supply of photos, the amazing photos that you've taken, and you're just needing to edit them now? And they're just piling up and piling up. I know the feeling. I feel you. I was you not too long ago. But Freedom Edits is a team of photo and video editors who absolutely love to edit. You know that thing that you don't really super enjoy? Maybe you really love taking the photos, but you hate editing. These people love editing. They are a unicorn. They are amazing. And what I love about Freedom Edits, other than regaining more time to work on my business and spend afternoons with my kids and evenings with my wife, is that they are very hands-on with feedback. They want to know all the little tweaks you'd make to their edits, and then they learn how to better match your style. Now, I hardly have to adjust anything when I receive galleries back from my editor, Nick. What is up, Nick? You are amazing. So head to lightdarkco.com/freedom to get 30% off your first order. Their prices are hella affordable anyway for the amount of time that they save you already. So get 30% off lightdarkco.com/freedom and get more freedom in your life. Traveling photography How did you get into that? How how did that start? Because you weren't like living in a crazy destination uh, location uh, when you started photography.
0: (laughs) No, not at all. I was living in the middle of the Midwest in Ohio. um, And I I, uh, anyone who is listening to this who is in the Midwest, you know, you know, the struggle of trying to create anything (laughs) remotely adventurous. There's like a few things that you can do. And then once you've gone to those locations or tried those things, you're like, all right. And next. (laughs) Um, so for me, I really began to realize my ideal niche and my ideal clients were more in the adventurous destination, like, you know, more adventurous photography space. And I realized that Ohio really was not where I was going to meet that need. Um, Uh It's just not it's just not happening. So not a lot of people I, <laughs> eloping in Ohio. <laughs> not really. Um, not really. My first few weddings were very like, you know, church, country club, you know golf course weddings, which is totally fine. But, um, I just realized that wasn't where I really creatively came alive. And so I began to kind of strategically market myself primarily as a destination photographer, which is where I began to, my sister at the time was living in, um, the Carolinas, South and North, depending on what year. And Mm -hmm. I began to promote and market myself to the Carolinas. And then I would drive down to my sister and stay with her and do a shoot for like a hundred bucks, which, you know, didn't even cover my gas money, but I was getting the portfolio and I was showing that I was traveling. Um, and I had gone to a ministry school in Northern California. And so I would fly back out there, stay with friends, promote the heck out of like, I'm here, I'm doing shoots and, you know, offer them at a discount. It would barely cover my travel. And to me, like when, whenever a photographer asks, how do you break into the destination market space? How do you, you know, get into traveling photography? It is the answer that none of us want to hear, but it is the only answer. It is the best answer is you just have to travel. You have to get out there. You have to show that you're out there and traveling and moving as much as you can set up shoots, whether those are free, they're styled shoots. I paid, uh, my first elopement was an elopement styled shoot that I set up in Joshua tree, California, and I had a couple of photographers photographers come and shoot with me and they paid like a hundred or 200 bucks or whatever for the portfolio as well. So that helped cover co- some of my expenses, but I mean, mm-hmm. I forked out several hundred bucks for all of the expenses for that and the travel and everything, but I just wanted to show that I was traveling. I wanted to show that I was doing stuff like elopements and, you know, it's, you can't just sit back and hope that that portfolio and those clients come to you, you have to go out and get them. And typically that means traveling styled shoots, discounted shoots, free shoots, like whatever you can do to show that in your portfolio. And then from there, clients just started inquiring and, and, you know, it's like a stair step. I, I began to discount travel expenses, but the, the session price was full price. And then Mm -hmm. I began to be like full travel expenses and full session price. Like, you know, it's, it's a stair step process, but it just began to snowball from there after I really dove in and put in the work up front
1: yeah yeah like that and that that's so important the like you have to put in the work first yeah like you can you could have changed your your instagram bio and like the header on your website to destination wedding photographer or elopement photographer but if you're still just shooting midwest weddings and Mm -hmm. everything looks like you live in ohio um, yeah (laughs) like If, if I was like uh, for for couples who are on Google searching and they like going website to website, they're like, OK, this one looks different. Um, Not exactly the vibe yeah. that we were going for for yes. a destination photographer. It
0: doesn't quite line up with not what quite. they're saying.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and like that <laughs> can go with any any genre anything that you're wanting um for like uh, your next step in photography um you know if you really love those country club weddings but you've never shot at a country club like Mm -hmm. go set up a styled shoot or talk to them um you know i think a lot of times we are like man i really want to do this I hope that like falls in my life. Yes, line. yes. I hope this comes to me. I'm just going to put it out it just comes into the universe. And and yes. Yeah, yeah. Knocks <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> on the is- door
0: with a shiny bow and like. <laughs> right,
1: yeah. Hey, Evie, here you go. This is yes. this is your next step. But, yep. um, but uh, so many times we have to get out there We have to go start doing those things. Um, I know I was a very different um, genre of photographer or not genre, but like my style was was very different uh, in the early years because I was just following whatever was trendy and doing whatever. I was like, cool, I will be bright and airy because everyone around here is bright and airy and that's what's selling. Um, But like as I grew, I was like, oh, no, I'm a little bit more on the dark side, a little Mm -hmm. bit more moody. I love like silhouettes and rich colors and all of those. And then, uh, but I didn't have any of that in my portfolio. So I had to do the same thing where I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to do like a free shoot for just, like i i called up one of my couples and i was like hey i know y'all really had fun on your engagement session you want to do another one
0: i love it <laughs>
1: and then i just like yes. shot all uh like different locations with them um yes but like that's even something um uh, that you could do is like call up Couples that are already booked with you, and be like, "Hey, if yeah. you want a road trip, like we hit it off, like we're good, we already feel like friends. Like, let's road yep. trip out to Joshua Tree or something, or you know, some local area that looks destinationy, um, yep. and and start doing that. So, like, that action is yeah. is so important, and and I love that. Uh, how how long? I know that this is going to be different for everyone, but like how or i guess how often were you able to do that um, yeah. going these different places
0: um i'm trying to remember cuz it was quite a few years ago yeah. i think i was i was trying to go out somewhere at least every like 2 to 3 months um at that time i was shooting i think i had like 5 weddings booked that year or 6 of my own and i was second shooting a ton as well mm-hmm. um so any weekend that or weekday that i was not shooting i was trying to plan a trip somewhere road tripping asking friends to go somewhere but i would say i did about four or five trips that year to show myself as really like out there traveling, shooting, doing other things. Um, and I did a couple of shoots in each location as well. Um, so it was like five trips, 10 shoots, that sort of yeah. thing. And that just really set like the, the tone for my brand. And then people began asking me and I would give them discounts and be like, yes, I'll be there, pay full session price. And I'll, I'll cover half of my travel expenses, you know, type of thing. So oh, yeah. it's, Do what you can. (laughs) Yeah,
1: exactly. And then like once you had some of that portfolio, what what were you doing with that or what do you suggest for people if they're like, hey, I'm going to I'm just going to at least do one trip this year. I want to start getting into traveling destination type stuff. What should they do with those photos, that new portfolio?
0: Put them everywhere, everywhere (laughs) under the sun. I mean, you should be blogging the heck out of that session or shoot or whatever. You should be blasting that all over Pinterest. You should be putting it all over your social media. I think something too that people don't realize is it's not just about the final photos. So don't just go on a trip and two weeks later be like, oh, by the way, I went here. Here are the final photos. You should be showing the entire process of that trip. You should be blogging. If you have any sort of personal brand, you should be blogging like, you know, five of our favorite places that we went to in Joshua Tree and have a blog post of like you guys with, you know, it can be iPhone photos. It doesn't have to be crazy special or anything, but just you as a traveler as well as the work of you as a traveling photographer. You should be Instagram storying it. You should be posting, you know, photos of you in that location as well as your couples in that location. Like it needs to go everywhere you can possibly think of and showcasing your work, your travel abilities, um your desire to travel, all of it. And um I would recommend changing, you know, your Instagram bio, your hashtag strategy, um, your real strategy, your website, you know, SEO, like things like that begin to pivot. If you are certain, if you're just testing it out and you're like, I think I might want to try destinations, maybe don't change everything. But if you have oh. already like done a couple of tests and you're like, this is, I really want to market towards this. I really want to pivot into this, begin changing your entire marketing strategy, use the strategic hashtags of different locations, um, that you want to work and try to tie it into a similar photo of a similar vibe. For example, if you've taken a photo in, you know, Southern California, Hashtag one of those photos as Hawaii, like somebody will probably know the difference, but it's, it's not like you're hashtagging a photo of the middle of Michigan as if it's oh, California.
1: Right, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, so that's what I recommend. If you can tie it into some similarity of a, a location that's similar, begin to use hashtags for those locations. You can geotag those locations, like just begin to blast yourself as if I am already doing this. I really want to do this. And this is now who I serve.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. That's yeah. And the, I, I feel like that's like going back to that confidence level um, early, early that we talked about earlier, like have the confidence of like, yeah, I'm going to be a destination yeah. photographer. I am, yeah. but I'm still here. I am a destination photographer, yeah. but I have not gone to destinations yet. Yep. So <laughs> let's go. And yes. um, yeah. And I think like, that's, that's one thing that I think that you do really well is show up and like show your face mm-hmm. and and even like, um like yesterday in your stories, just like showing like around the house and yeah. like what the house looks like right now. It's like, Oh, <laughs> yeah. that is so relatable. <laughs> like yes. boxes everywhere and things. Oh. And, and like you're trying to find a place to like put a cutting board <laughs> in the kitchen. I was like, Oh man, I don't yes. know how many times that it's just like, you know, the dishes pile up <laughs> oh, or something. Oh and then gosh. I'm just like trying to cook dinner. I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna, you're like, I don't know. Uh, I'm moving to the kitchen table or something. <laughs> yes, yeah,
0: seriously, You're like, where is an open surface of any kind. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it is a rough.
1: Yeah. And like showing up like that, that really it builds connection with, yes. with people. And yeah. and showing the behind the scenes, you don't have to stay at the nicest, craziest uh Airbnbs with the infinity pools and all that. Um, <laughs> like that's cool if you want to do yeah. that. But you know, when you're paying on your own dime or even whenever other people are paying, you're probably not gonna be there. Um yeah. but like even just showing um oh, I remember where was it oh it was okay this is this is funny um so mutual friend of the show Brady Clayton yes he also does this kind of stuff and I think it was for your wedding whenever they were staying in like this motel or something
0: yes And he, it was
1: so like so bad. And it was like any any old motel that you see on the side of the road for like thirty five dollars a night or something.
0: And he did this
1: video that was like like a MTV Cribs type deal. Just like, let me show you where we're staying and just went through. And it was all like the most basic everything.
0: It was like almost sketch. Yes. (laughs) Oh, it's so good. It was
1: like we're gonna we're gonna put this door in front of our or this chair in front of our door tonight as we sleep. But you know, and and just like going through all of that, you don't have to stay at the nicest places. But yes, but doing that video, like posting on your stories, all that kind of stuff, like that. I I I try not to stay at those motels anymore. But every now and then, that's the only thing that's open. And I was like, yeah, yeah I have slept on top yeah. of that bed before, like not under the sheets. I've slept on top of that bed. Yep. Uh, that's the same thing I've seen. And uh, and yeah, just like showing your face, showing the journey of, hey, I'm going to Joshua Tree. And mm-hmm. and like you said, you know, making the uh, like the blog posts So these are these are our favorite places. What I love to do is anytime that I'm going somewhere that I haven't been or even whenever mm-hmm. I'm going somewhere that I have been I'll just ask like hey I'm going to like uh like lower manhattan I'm going to be in there in in a couple months what are your favorite places to eat where is the good coffee shops that kind yes. of stuff and then one that builds engagement with with everyone and uh, people are like oh wait yeah he's going to new york that's cool I didn't know he yep. traveled um, yeah but um which is how I ended up booking one in New York a couple of years ago because the guy was like, there you yeah, go. I saw that you traveled and that you like to travel. Would you go to New York and like photograph my proposal? And I was like, nice. 100%. Yes, You're absolutely. Like, yes. Yeah, I was like, this will be amazing.
0: <laughs> I will uh, be there.
1: Yeah, and it was. And I did ask for, for food recommendations and got yes. an amazing ramen place. So
0: nice. Thank I you love to
1: it. Phil Porto for that.
0: Nice,
1: um, but um, yeah. So I know, like, we've kind of talked about a lot of the, the more glamorous side of traveling, and like, well, I don't know. We just talked about motels too, so maybe not the yeah. most glamorous. <laughs> yeah,
0: <You're> like we've <laughs> talked about actually the full spectrum. When I think about it,
1: <laughs> I know. Yeah, um, but like, I, I feel like a lot of times as we're like going into something new, like even uh, going into entrepreneurship, um, you know, th- there's that saying like the like you leave your your nine to five for a 24 seven where yeah. you're just like uh, now I'm working all the time. I didn't realize that was going to be what entrepreneurship yeah. was like. Um, yeah. What are some of the maybe like the dark side of traveling mm-hmm. that. um you don't maybe uh, everyone doesn't know about, um, yeah. but it's good to just kind of weigh in there as you're yeah. trying to book these these places.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I think a lot of people don't realize there's a lot of pressure when you're traveling somewhere new in mm. the fact that, especially if you've never been there, um, travel in and of itself is exhausting. So for for any of my photographers here who are wedding photographers, I want you to imagine two full travel days. Plus the full wedding and you're just doing that end on end. It's, it's a lot, it's exhausting. It's very draining. Um, it's typically, you know, you're scrambling to call and edit on your flight and you know, there's, there's just a lot that goes into it because you're adding, you know, two extra days out of office for that wedding or that session that you're doing. Um, so that's one thing is just the amount of time and like emotional and mental energy that it can take. Um, but on top of that, it's, the, the stress of not knowing your location and having to be there early, having to make sure, you know, you have done your research ahead of time, making sure you are there early enough to go and scout and, and know the location for your couples. And, um, you know, hoping that nothing goes wrong with travel and nothing's canceled or rescheduled or delayed or, you know, anything like that, especially international, like praying, nothing goes wrong with yeah. like customs and, and borders and anything. So there's just a lot, of added stress and pressure that I think it can be, um, like you said, over glamorized of like, yes, traveling can be so cool, but it can also be so exhausting and so stressful and I wouldn't trade it for the world. I still love it. And I did it, you know, full time, I was on the road about 10 months out of the year for like two years, um, shooting, you know, 30 plus weddings a year and 40 plus couple sessions a year. Like it was, it was crazy. And I loved every minute of it and wouldn't have changed any of that. Um, but I know some photographers who have been like destinations, Ooh la la, the glamour, the glitz, the, the beauty. And then Uh they do a few and they're like, actually, Oh, this sucks. Like, (laughs) you know, I I don't like this. Um, so there's definitely that aspect of it. I feel like The only other thing is just the amount of money it can take to a break into it, but B, like I said, you're having two extra days out of office to be traveling. And yes, you can do your best to, you know, work on the plane and work from the Uber and, you know, all this stuff, but it, it takes more time out of your work day and out of your work week and out of your work life so you have to be willing to put in that extra time to still stay on top of everything at least that was my experience
1: oh yeah yeah and like and like for for me anyone who's like me I get in a plane if they have the little drop down screen to where I can watch movies (laughs) I'm like I was planning to work I was gonna edit all of these photos I was gonna be so productive and now I have to see all (laughs) what movies are showing you're like gosh dang it Yeah, like, I guess I'll be working at the hotel. I don't know. But um, yeah, yeah, I think that's really good. I think that's that's good for people to hear, um, Mm. to just kind of like have a good balanced view of what this is. Because a lot of times on social media, we see the like, hey, we're, you know. You know, the video of like your baggage strolling through yeah. the airport and like the the fun parts of traveling and yeah. not the like I am squished between two people and I have <laughs> no armrests. And, yes. yeah <laughs> And just like the the not so glamorous side, plus like uh, like for me, whenever I started, because um, like in let's see, twenty sixteen, I really started to market more for destinations, and mm-hmm. like I flew out to California a couple times and did some shoots and stuff on my own dime, and uh, and then as that as I started to to book more people. Um, I realized very quickly, like, oh, wait, like like you said, you have those extra travel days (laughs) around the weddings and around these photo shoots. Um, And it was all this time that I was uh, no longer at home with my family yeah. which was the whole reason that I started this business so that I could yeah. I'm literally in my home office right now. And well, all my family is out at work and school right now, but, uh, but You're like, there. I'm, I'm here and and like, I'm going to go pick up my kids in a couple yeah. hours and be able to do that and not, um, you know, be stuck to a nine to five at my desk. And I yeah. think that kind of like it, It opened my eyes to, oh, there's a lot more to traveling um, that I have to take into effect uh, or take into account that's going Mm -hmm. to affect my life and those in my life because I was gone a lot and I had a wife and a little baby boy at home and I was like, oh, I didn't get to like spend a lot of time with him in those really young days because yeah. I was gone and like FaceTiming and stuff. But um, but I think that's a good thing for, you know, for those who are listening, like just fired up and like, yeah, I'm going to take that like heavy confidence and go out here and go like book this thing and go do these things Um, like bring in the the other side of it, too. And just know exactly what you're getting getting into. Yeah. And it could be like because you said you loved it. And I loved it. Yeah, and I, I absolutely did too. But yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm not gonna do like, I'm not gonna market myself as a, only a destination photographer because yeah. I also love. There's a venue twenty minutes from my house. Yeah. And I do probably eight to ten weddings there a year. That's and it's, awesome. It's super easy, and I just yep. go there, and then I can come back. And yep. there's no long, you know, the, no delayed flights, nothing like yep. that. Uh, no long drives. And I'm yep. back home and I can I can be here with my family. And uh, yes, I kind of want that little bit of a balance. So it's yes, uh, I'm just uh, like everyone, like see where you are. <laughs> you may be like in a place in your life where you're like, yeah. I'm just going to go like 100 percent. like yep. you Yeah. Know,
0: yeah, Not even I, have a
1: home base, but
0: <laughs> yeah. I well, I think that's so important for you to recognize, like, and for you to point out the seasons that, that people can be in. And maybe, you know, I have one of my coaching students is, uh, elopement and destination wedding planner and she, her husband can work remote. And so she and her husband travel together and they do it like they just are constantly on the road and they love it. And that's the the sweetest season. So, you know, they have that capacity right now to travel full time and do it together, which I think is so fun. Um, for me, when I was doing destination weddings, full time i was single and had no reason that i could not be on the road for 10 months you know i would i was gone for 4 to 5 months at a time before i would fly back to ohio for like 3 days and like do my laundry and then head back out. Like it was, I, like you said, I basically had no home base for over a year and a half. Um, and that was a season that was so good for me and I loved it. And then my husband who was then my boyfriend at the time, um, really began to get serious and all. And I was like, man, I just don't love leaving you, you know, every other day for a week and a half, you know, it was just like, I would come home for a day, be gone for a week, come home for two days, be gone for two weeks. You know, I was like, I am not loving this the way that I used to. And it was, two years of like, I had no reason not to love it. And it was amazing. And now I'm in a season of, I still shoot destination weddings and elopements, but I take like three to five a year. That's it. And, you know, I have my husband come with me and that's about all I do. So I think that's, you know, smart to recognize, like it's not for everyone. And even though it can be so amazing and, you know, it can also have all of the cons that I mentioned, it can also not be as travel heavy as you think in the sense that there were many locations where I went, like arrived on like Thursday, scouted on Friday, or, you know, arrived on Friday morning, scouted on Friday, shot the wedding on Saturday, flew out on Sunday. I didn't get to see really where I was at all other than like a taxi ride or an Uber ride to my Airbnb and the venue. Like it's, (laughs) unless you carve in the days, which I eventually ended up doing on, you know, my own time and money, I would spend a couple extra days in a location if I wanted to explore. But You don't, it's not just traveling for fun.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I had, um, a Pittsburgh wedding and it was just like that. Like I went there, scouted, uh, the day before then shot the wedding and left like the morning after the wedding. Yeah, so I was like, I did not get a Pittsburgh experience you're, at all. You're like, like do I...
0: I mark Pittsburgh off on somewhere I've been or not? I don't right, know. Yeah,
1: <laughs> like I mean, I did set foot outside the airport, but I only went yes. over one bridge, so I don't yes. even know if that counts. <laughs> and yeah, it's, oh, I love it. It's 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 uh it's a fun thing. It is mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun. So for yeah. for those who are like. I've heard all this for the bad, the good. Yeah. Um, I want to start doing this. How did you start marketing to locations that you didn't live in and like yeah. hadn't shot at before?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, a lot of what I said before of just like, I switched everything on my Instagram bio, my website, my SEO, I began blogging and doing, you know, Pinterest using utilizing Pinterest, um, to begin to talk about, you know, the best places to elope in Utah and, you know, why you should consider eloping over a traditional wedding, you know, what to consider when doing an elopement, you know, things like that. I began to like really speak to and try to educate my wedding couples on, you know, traveling, destination, weddings, all of that. I utilized a very strategic hashtag strategy, I had shot, like I said, a couple of times in California, I had gone out and shot several times in Hawaii with where Lindsay was living at the time. Um, and we combined some work trips. So I was out there for nice. heart university education stuff, but I was like, please let me shoot anyone and everyone out in Hawaii while I'm here. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so being very strategic and I did several discounted shoots out there and then just began blasting those shoots and marketing them as like, not marketing them as, but I would like post a Hawaii photo on um, my Instagram and like hashtag it as like Bali and then geotag bol- like, you know, like I was being very strategic of like, what what does this look like somewhere in the world that's not Hawaii? Because I want to market also to that location and for people to be like searching for, you know, cool spots in Bali and find my photo and be like, dang, photographer, love it. Let's, you know, hire uh-huh. them for this Thing. So I just began like everything was switched in my website, my social, my marketing. And I began to just like shoot, like I said, traveling as much as I could and just blasting it everywhere, both my travels as well as the final work. Um, and then clients just started seeing and loving what I was doing and reaching out, inquiring for whatever location that I hadn't even been to. So it was fun, but you got it, You have to put in the work up front. I will say that.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like just you mentioning like all of the the posting and like hashtag research and like all the pinning in Pinterest. um, Like there's a lot that goes into you can't just like go out there and shoot and be like, I shared all my stories. (laughs) that like I did say that I want to go to Bali. Why isn't someone hiring me? Yeah. Uh, But yeah, no. And I love the um, I used to be against this. But because uh, I was like, no, this is like dishonest and lying, and like you know, posting like a Hawaii photo and mm-hmm. then uh, geotagging Bali. But yeah, you know, you're not like saying like this was an amazing trip in Bali with this yeah. couple and <laughs> no <laughs> and all that. It's just like this kind of looks like it, and this is a marketing strategy. Yeah, um, like it's it's not one of those you know where you're like. Uh, you know, call to action to this blog of like the best five yeah. uh venues in this area when it's like where yeah, I took I've, these
0: photos on the opposite side of the world, <laughs> uh huh.
1: Yeah, so yeah, yes. be be uh be mindful of like are there any um uh recognizable landmarks in the background, yes, um, for these, but uh, but yeah, okay, I like yeah, I like all of that. That's that's so good. Any um. Any last kind of steps, summary, whatever for uh, for those who are wanting to really like get into this, set aside some time tomorrow to start yeah. working through their strategy?
0: Um, I love that you mentioned earlier, John, of, you know, showing up as a person, because I think that's one of the biggest factors in trying to break into the destination space is, you know, why is a client going to book you over somebody else specifically when they're having to pay much more money to fly you and, you know, travel you all the way out there? Why would they right. pick you over somebody else? Why would they pick, you know, me, this rinky dink little photographer from Ohio over a local photographer who is actually from Hawaii or from Mexico? Um, and the the biggest differentiating factor unless you have the best work in the world. And you are up there in like the top four photographers in the whole world. And everyone just knows, man, that work, like drool over that work, which mm-hmm. I don't feel like most of us photographers have. I definitely yeah. have never I, had that type of level yeah, of work. Yeah, and I know that. <laughs> <laughs> like I will say that all day long. Like I would say I'm I'm a good photographer. I would not say I am one of the best photographers in the world and any stretch of the imagination. So mm. what I know set me apart and made, you know, Clients want to work with me is me. Like, people wanted to hang out with me and do shoots with me. They trusted my expertise. They trusted my abilities to, you know, get there on time, to scout, to help them plan this elopement. To, you know, I can't tell you the number of brides I have helped with their hair and makeup on the wedding day, even though I'm not a hair and makeup artist and I say that. But I'm like, (laughs) you know, I know how to curl hair, I know how to braid and do like a little, you know, like, I, I'm there for my clients and they know that from my social media, from my website, from the, you know, client experience process of inquiry and consultations and all of it. So if you are a photographer listening to this and wanting to break into the destination space and you don't have yourself attached to your brand. I would really encourage thinking strongly of that because it's going to be the secret sauce, the catalyst, the, you know, the biggest driving factor and really breaking you into that space and setting you apart from the competition. And it does take more work. It does take you showing up in front of your camera and and showing up in stories and posting photos of yourself and your feed here and there and, you know, blogging personal life stuff that's going on for you, but it will be worth it. Your clients will love you for you and your work. And you will have people who are willing to pay anything to get you to them regardless of you know there's another photographer up the street that would save them two thousand dollars in travel expenses but they're like no right. no no i want you so that's the only other thing that i would say in destination wedding photography and all of it is just if you really want to make it and make it as easy as you can having a personal brand is going to really take you up quite a few steps very quickly
1: oh. 100% 100% agree with you on that and, yeah. and even like not even for destination work but just in town yeah um I, I've I've shared uh this story before on the podcast but I had a couple they were like between me and another photographer they didn't tell me that but they were like on their side they were between the two of us and they were just like going through our websites our portfolios and they're like they're both amazing like we like both of them. And they saw on my about me page that I said that I'm the owner and the assistant to the regional manager of all <laughs> photography. And they were like, ah, we love the office. That's great. We're going to we're going to go with him. Like, That's that'll be amazing. we'll be like minded. We know his humor like that'll be good to have him around. And they were like both comedians getting married. And it was a hilarious was so wedding.
0: Good.
1: It was so good. But like that little bit. Yeah, I didn't I didn't put that on there being like, people are probably going to book me because of this. <laughs> I was like, this is me. Like, I, yeah. I'm a huge office fan. And uh, and yeah, I'm going to I'm going to put that on because I was like, I don't want to be like owner slash lead photographer I was like no owner slash (laughs) assistant to the regional manager
0: (laughs) I love that I love that you were just like this made me laugh so I'm gonna put this on here and it it (laughs) was a standout factor to your clients like that's huge
1: yeah they said like they read that and then immediately emailed me and they're like okay cool send over the invoice (laughs) we're good
0: so good I love that
1: yeah Awesome. Okay, Abby, this has been amazing. I've, I have I love this conversation. So many good uh, good tips and strategies for for getting out there and and starting to travel and market good. yourself in that way. Um, before we wrap up, and you can give uh, you know. Uh, Instagram, all those different things uh, where people can find you. I do a little part of the show where we talk about what we're loving this week. Um, It could be anything from, you know, a new movie or TV show, smoothie, book, whatever. Um, What are you loving?
0: Yes. Um, I, it's going to sound so weird. Um, the first thing that came to my mind is a new like morning drink. It's like a latte, but there's no coffee in it. It's like a a vanilla latte. Okay. It's going to sound, I'm just going to, I'm going to spill it all. It sounds really weird. (laughs) It is a a raw egg yolk (laughs) mixed with sugar. You like whip, whisk it with sugar. And then you put hot milk inside like collagen powder and vanilla. It is, it's called a vanilla cloud drink. It is the most delicious thing. And it's so good for like your hormones and your metabolism, which is something that I'm nerding out on in my life right now. Um, mm-hmm. but it is the most delicious thing in the whole world. And I just had one this morning after like a few days of moving chaos where I wasn't able to make one. And right. I was like, oh gosh, this just like makes me so happy. <laughs> so it, literally, my my latest obsession is a raw egg yolk drink, in case you yeah. were wondering. <laughs>
1: That's great. That's fantastic. I love it. It's uh, so fun. Okay, so you said raw egg and immediately I was like, <laughs> "All right, cool. Well, I don't think this is for me. Like, I do not do eggs. Like I had a bad experience with oh. yeah. Was um, it salmonella? It was um I had my wisdom teeth taken out at like 14 or something and I oh. got egg into one of the <sighs> open sockets, but I didn't realize. So I just had this bad taste in my mouth for like two weeks and it was oh, because I had no. rotten egg in my mouth. So no. now anytime <laughs> that I'm having egg anything
0: oh unless
1: it is like covered in salsa or cheese or something like that. That's such um, a bummer. I know because I used to love eggs and yeah, I, I try it out every now and then. I'm like, I'm just going to have like scrambled eggs or like a fried yeah. egg or something. And then I have a bite. I'm like, nope, it's coming back. I got uh, that that uh, that taste memory. Um, oh, that's but so sad. as you went into the the recipe, I was like, OK, this sounds better. Like when it was sugar, that's probably <laughs> yes, not going to no. taste like egg.
0: <laughs> no, it does You can't. It's like tastes like zero bit like egg. It tastes just like a very fluffy like vanilla latte. And you can mm-hmm. add. Like a shot of espresso in it too and stuff. I just don't like coffee and don't drink coffee, so I don't. But right. yeah, it's really good. Okay. Try it. I, okay. I, I really cool. want you to try it and tell me if it okay. tastes like it. <laughs> I will I will try You're like it. What I did will it, it? consider. You
1: said it's called a vanilla cloud. Yeah. What vanilla, was cloud,
0: okay. vanilla, vanilla cloud. Vanilla cloud drink.
1: Yeah. Okay. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> you should you should make like your own custom recipe and then it could be the vanilla McLeod drink.
0: <gasps> That's so smart. Oh, okay. All right, take writing that down on my little marketing plan.
1: Cool. Cool. I will be stocking your stories to see. I love it. I'll
0: be like credit to All Heart Photo at All Heart
1: nice. Photo. Nice. <laughs> sweet. Okay. It. Um I love that. I'm going to try that. Um cool. I know that we have eggs in the house and I Perfect. think possibly everything else. So I'm going to I'm going to check it Perfect. out.
0: Perfect. I will send you a DM of like the recipe like the recipe so you'll you'll have it.
1: Sweet. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Cool. Um, Okay, so let's see. I'm loving this week. I've been on a movie kick lately. Um, I do a lot of, uh, like, I... I I am the dishwasher of the family. Like my wife and I, yeah. when we were engaged, we talked about like household chores and stuff. And she was like, I hate dishes. I was like, I love dishes. It's just like, nice. like I escaped and in heaven. I put on a podcast or something. And I was like, I hate making the bed. She's like, I love making the bed. So I've made nice. the bed maybe three times in the last nine years. Nice. But uh, so I'm always like washing dishes and I'll have my my Bluetooth in and just like set my phone up to where it doesn't fall in the water. And, <laughs> um, and I've been watching a lot of movies just because I'm in a movie kick right now. Nice. And I watched one, it was a super budget film. Um, I think, uh, in Australia and it's called 41. It's on, uh, like Amazon prime video and it's, a like super I looked up the budget just because I was like how low was this budget and they made the whole thing in like thirty five thousand dollars or
0: something
1: so you're not gonna see any a-listers or probably even like (laughs) b or c-listers in this movie but it was it was an interesting plot it's like a time travel love story type deal where he like finds this little porthole portal that takes him back one day and he's trying to go back and like save the life of his ex-girlfriend and uh and then it just like kind of goes from there and like he keeps like running into himself uh from different things it's like it's a weird uh time travel type movie and then like the ending was like Oh, that like ties it all together. That was interesting. Um, Dang. So, yeah, it's a little bit slower because it's like a foreign film. It's in English. I mean, it's Australian. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just 41, just the number 41. Oh,
0: that's cool. Um, I want to look into so, that. Yeah.
1: So it was it was a good one. And it's not too long. I think it was like just over an hour. But yeah. Nice. Um, But yeah. Well, cool. So everyone go watch 41, drink your vanilla cloud. (laughs) uh, And uh, yeah. So, okay. Evie, where can people find you? Where can they follow along? Where can they uh, listen to your podcast? All of the different things.
0: Absolutely. So the podcast you can listen to, it's the Heart and Hustle podcast. We're all over pretty much anywhere you can stream podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts is Google play still a thing? I don't know if that's still a thing. I think they, I'm not sure. <laughs> Anyways, you're, you can, believe- <laughs> you're, you're
1: on there. If it's still a thing,
0: <laughs> if it's still a thing, we're on there. Um, so you can find that there, or you can go to the That's where we have all of our educations and, um, courses and resources, but also we have the podcast, um, linked on there so you can find it through there. Um, me personally, you can find me at Evelyn dot com or uh, at Evie Rupp is my Instagram handle because I still have to change it to my married name now, but I cannot <laughs> find the handle I like. So <laughs> it is still my maiden name.
1: Cool. Cool. Oh, and um, uh, plug your plug your swim line, too. Yes. Uh, what's where where is that? Where can they find, you know, everyone who was like, yeah, that's exactly the kind of swimsuit that I need, where can they find that?
0: Absolutely. So it's eviswim.com or at evyswim on Instagram.
1: Sweet. Okay. Well, cool. Well, Evie, thanks so much for being on today. This was
0: this was great.
1: Um, it was it was really fun getting to chat with
0: you. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Y'all, I loved that time with Evie, and if you loved today's episode, I know that you'll love her podcast too, so go check out the Heart and Hustle podcast she co-hosts with friend of the show, Lindsay Roman, which by the way, you can listen to her episode about being more efficient while working from home in episode 76. As always, you can check out all the things in today's episode in the show notes at lightdarkco dot com slash podcast slash 116 all of our episodes are recorded live in front of a facebook audience join us for the next live episode in the light and dark photography podcast group on facebook you can follow the show on instagram at lightdarkco. co evie is at evie rupp with two p's and you can check out the heart university at the heart university and you can find me at all photo subscribe to the show if you like it leave us a review i would love to hear what you're loving and what you are getting out of this podcast until next week i will see you in the facebook community bye